Hello, there is Gareth here, and welcome to this episode 82 of the podcast. Now, today's episode is called Becoming a Radiator. Um, I don't often listen to my episodes back, to be honest, my podcast episodes back, um, because it's really funny to hear your own voice. I'm used to it now to some degree, but I still find it a little bit cringy to hear my own voice because it never sounds just how you think it's going to sound. Um, and I listened to this episode, and there was a bit in it that I kind of I realised yesterday I was on a bit of a roll. Um, and I'm finding that at the moment with podcasts, I, I'm, I'm, I've got a good, because they're 10 minutes and I've got to get a lot in, I can sometimes talk very quickly, but you should be used to that by now. But also sometimes you can brush over a point or say something which, in hindsight, maybe you could have put slightly differently. So I did mention something in yesterday's episode where I said, you know, radiators and drains, we know about them, radiators always make you feel good, people they make you feel good, radiators, oh, nice people, they're good, they radiate something, they give you energy, drains take that away. And I said something which was... Um, you know, the drains will never be radiators and the radiators will never be drains. And I thought, actually, that that's not correct. I think you can, if you are a drain, I think you can become a radiator. But it requires a couple of things. I'm going to share what they are in this episode. Now, that's not saying anybody listening to this episode it might be drains, but you might know some drains. And if you're slightly draining yourself and you maybe even think you might be a bit of a drain, I'm going to give you a couple of things I think you can do that can turn you from being a bit of a drain or other people that might be drains into more radiated kind of people. So that's it. So that's what I wanted to get off of first. I thought I was a bit wrong in what I said yesterday because I think you can change. Right. What you first have got to understand about radiators, what radiators tend to be, they, they, they have certain attributes. One is they tend to be very interested in you, okay? And what I mean by that is when you have a conversation with a radiator, they want to know about you, what's going on in your life, what's going on and interesting for you right now. So they ask a lot of questions and they'll do a lot of listening. So one of the ways, if you are not particularly radiator-ish, or you know people that are, something you could suggest they do or give them feedback on, and you do this carefully to so upset people, is you can say, do you know what, you could try listening a bit more, just asking a question and listening to the answer. Because I went through when I'd finished listening to the episode yesterday and I thought, you know what, that is a common thing throughout my radio is they do tend to listen very well. So it's something we can practice is listening. And it's something that I think, even if you're a, you are a radiator now, you can never listen too much. It's always good to listen. Because a lot of the things that I talk about and when I'm talking here, clearly, I've got to talk. I can't do a lot of listening on a podcast because that would be a boring 10 minutes, wouldn't it? Can you imagine 10 minutes of Gareth listening? Um, I should try that, shouldn't I? Just an episode. This is 10 minutes of me thinking. I could just go off into something else, come back. Oh, how did you like that? It wouldn't get many listens to Woody, and he might, um, you know, he wouldn't encourage people to come back. But we can all listen more because when I do my listening, that's when you're taking in your knowledge. That's when you're allowing things to sink in. But listening is not always easy because sometimes when we're listening, we're actually pretend we're listening or we think we're listening because we're not saying anything, but we're actually in the back of his mind working on something else to come out with, something else to say, aren't we? So we're not truly listening. Actually, what we're doing is we're working out in our own mind what we're going to say when this person stopped or what we're going to say in the conversation, which is not the same as listening. When you listen, you've got to actively do it. You've got to sit there and actively sink into the conversation, what's being said, and allow it to process, not process what you're going to say in response to it, but look at what's coming in, what's being said, and how does that make you feel, what's going on. It, listening is important. 
you know, I've I've worked with people in some way, some capacity to help them with something for a lot of years now. And one of the biggest things I can do with people that have got problems is just let them tell me. I let them talk. So when I'm working with somebody, sometimes I'll let them do a lot of talking. Um, there are times I don't allow them to talk and do a lot of listening. And there's a way that I work, which uh, without trying to give away my Jedi secrets, you know, sometimes I'll say things over and over again in just slightly different ways. And it's just a way of being repetitive because as human beings, we're taking things that we hear repetitively. That's why whenever you wear the little, well, I'll do it for you now. If I went, um, I can't sing it, but if you had, I'm going to try to whistle, hang on. He goes, <laughs> if I said, you're loving it, da, 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 you're loving it. That's the right thing. You're loving it. What does that mean to you? Just that word. You're loving it. Three things. Now, let me tell you, I know, unless you've been under a rock somewhere for the last 25 years, you don't listen to radio, TV or anything, most of you'll think, that's McDonald's. Now, I probably didn't do it justice, but I think there's a whistle first in it. Whatever it is, but you're loving it. You're loving it has been said to you and you've heard it so many times, it becomes inbred or inbuilt and burnt into your thinking. And that's how I tend to work with people. So when people... I need to get a point across to them. I'll just, I'll be repetitive. I'll say it slightly differently, same thing over and over again. So that's one of the ways I work with my people. The other way is to just let them talk. And eventually they'll talk and they'll talk and they'll talk. And what you find with a conversation, when people become comfortable talking to you, they will give you more information. So the longer you can allow a conversation to go on without you interrupting it, the deeper and in my view, richer the content of that conversation becomes. So that's one way we can develop our radiator type abilities is to do a lot more listening. And if you encourage yourself to do this, it's, a, it's an active practice. You've just got to sometimes, when you think you're going to say something, just hold back. Don't say it. Just catch yourself from saying anything. Ooh, don't interrupt. And again, there are times you can interrupt and you should interrupt. And again, that's another method I use, interruption. But let them talk and keep going. And when you think you should talk, hold back and let them talk and talk and talk. And sometimes I've had great breakthroughs with people and I've done nothing. I've just let them talk and in itself, allowing people the space and time to let, you know, if they've got something they're pissed off about on their app, let them go on about it. Because the minute, and I've said this before and it's, it's very true, sometimes people by just telling you what's pissing them off or they're not happy with, they just say it to you and then all of a sudden they feel better because they've told somebody. So remember, that's one way you can become a radiator is to let people talk more. Now, the other thing you can do to become more of a radiator, um, and it's kind of tied in with that, really, it's to ask interesting questions. Just interest, interesting questions. So instead of just saying, somebody says to you, oh, you know, I, I had to go, I went out last week and it's the first time I've been out on my bike to, and I did a bike ride for the first time. And people have said the obvious things that, oh, that's nice, where did you go? And Questions like that, the obvious things, and they can be answered with a question. And it's a, it's a question because it's, it's a fact, isn't it? You say, well, I went into town or, you know, I went on the canal. It's, there's an answer to a question. And there will only be one answer to it if they're giving you the truth. I've been on the canal. You don't have to think too much about it. But if you ask interesting questions, what I mean by that is questions that used other things. So instead of saying, where did you go on your bike? Say, oh, you haven't rode your bike for a while. How did it make you feel? Now, that's a different question. That's a better question. And that brings out a completely different kind of way of thinking because then they've got to think, hang on a minute here. It's not as simple as where did I go? How did I, how did I feel? They've got to then think about it. They've got to go back in. They've got to relive the experience. 
So it's a question that becomes deeper and it gets you to look at emotional sides because where you went is a fact, but how you felt, it could be very personal to you. And they'll give you a different answer. So, you know, instead of it's like, oh, I went onto the canal, or I went on the canal on my bike, it could be, do you know what? I felt really good to be out. It made me feel really happy and, and it was really nice to feel the wind in me and, and I felt really calm. And then it's a different conversation. And when they are asked questions like that and you answer, or you allow them to answer, that's when they'll get a lot out of it because it'll be very beneficial to them. That's why they, you get, they have radiated tendencies because they're asking interesting questions. So listen a lot more. Ask questions, interesting questions. And the final thing to more of a radiator is to remember the things they've told you and then re um, then use them again when you speak to them. So if you've got somebody that said, we'll use the bike analogy again, um, oh, you know, I, I went out on my bike last week. Lovely. Let them talk about that. Then say, well, how did that make you feel? Oh, it made me feel really good. It was so joyful, you know, and... Um, I just get so much pleasure being down by that canal. It's my happy place. And you remember that. And then what you do is you go back and the next time you see them, the radio will come in and say, how are you doing? I'm all right. Have you been on your bike recently? I have actually. What about that? Have you gone down to your happy place at the canal? Wow. They've remembered everything. They love me. It's a technique. So the one thing, and I'm going to give you a bit of a tip here. And again, this is one of my um, strategies, um, which I'm happy to share with you, um, is... When you've had a conversation with somebody and you spent time with somebody, what I do is I tend to have a few minutes where I'll just sit down when I'm in my car and think, what was important that was said there today that I want to remember? And I just make a note in my phone. So if somebody says they've got a birthday coming up or there's an anniversary, I'll remember that. If they mention it's somebody I've not met for, the, for it very often or it's the first time, I'll remember key things like maybe names of children, names of partners or things that are going on in the children's lives or the partner's lives. Then when you go back and see them again, you'll come across as a really um, warm, caring person. And I don't want to say this like it sounds manipulative. It's just a fact. You'll forget these facts if you don't write them down. So I just put a couple of notes in my phone sometimes if I feel it's something worth remembering. And if you do those three things, if you're not, if you want to be more of a radiator or you want to advise somebody who is maybe a bit of a drain how they can become a radiator, listen more, tell them to listen more, ask interesting questions and remember important facts. If you can do those things, you will go from being a chilly, cold radiator nobody wants to spend time around to being a wonderful radiator that people will flock to come and see. Guaranteed. There you go. Hope you've enjoyed that episode. Until the next one, you take care.